Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is your brother from another mother. This is the soul brother. It is Tuesday, May the 16th, shortly after 3 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. I'm feeling Irie out here on the rock today. We've been very busy house-sitting and watching over the fur babies. So they have kept us busy. Rest in peace to Master Ali. We miss you, buddy. Miss Molly, Thor, and Layla. Those are the the fur babies. A um, couple of Dachshunds and then not sure what Layla is. She's a good looking mutt and Thor, he looks, he's like, he's a pretty looking dog. Let me tell you, he's real beautiful golden brown hair. So we've been watching them for some fam so that they can take a, a well-earned vacation and so yeah so we've been doing that been chilling and I've been working you know the same old same old and so just in, enjoying life feeling a lot better nowadays after I've moved it's like night and day difference so I think the place that we were living in was killing me literally so it was really good to get the heck up out of there and can get into to somewhere a lot better nicer safer, all different things, you know, so, but what I wanted to do uh, today was to talk about beating to your own drum, Um, what that basically means is that you do you what makes you happy, don't concern yourself with the comments, the opinions, and the dramas of others, you do what's what's right for you. And I know for myself, when I started out on this thing called life, I was very cautious about how I moved and the, and the different things that I did. And and for some reason, I seeked approval. Um, had a rough childhood as many people know, so I didn't necessarily always have have everyone that I thought I needed to have around me, around me, and that's just the way that I grew up, and from that I developed some uh, dependency issues, obviously, you know, not having uh, my dad around, and, and um, but honestly, I got through those, it wasn't as bad as some people. You know, everybody's situation is different. And so the thing that I know that I struggled with really was just being able to stand defiant and confident that I am who I am. And damn it, if you don't like me or if you don't like how I look or the things I do, how I talk, how I walk, then then it's just whatever. I think as most kids, when we're young, we try to find those things that are going to appease the public, get people like to like us in a weird kind of way. We have to we have to do that because that's really how we start to understand who we really are. It's almost like you gotta sell yourself out to find yourself. And a lot of people, rather everybody, whether you want to agree to it and believe it. We all, at some point in our lives, have sold ourselves out. But 
that's what makes us us. That's what makes us all unique. Every last one of us. And so for me, I wouldn't trade the things that I went through for nothing. As a matter of fact, I wish I would have went through more. It just, like for my situation, it was what it was. But if you find yourself wondering who you are, first of all, you're a beautiful human being. I don't care what kind of flaws you think you may have, physical, emotional, or character, you're perfect. So first and foremost, know that. Understand that and believe that, trust in that. That right there, that's your ticket. If you don't love yourself, right? If you don't love who you are and what you are, then friends, it's going to be really hard. Because half the battle of life is you got to not necessarily trick yourself, but you got to know and tell yourself that you are who you are. Hey, fur babies. Just checking on them. The downstairs neighbor just got home. So once they hear things and they're going to start barking and just in here to holler, Hopefully just to keep them calm. So why should you feel this way? Well, first and foremost, the good side of me wants you to want you to know that you're perfect just how you are. Okay? And there's gonna be people that are gonna say opposite. They're going to hate you for being who you are. I know there were some people that used to hate me because I was tall and I was young when I would play basketball. Some people didn't like me because I was black. (laughs) Some people didn't like me because I was black and smart. Some people didn't like me because I had success at an early age. People are always going to have a problem with you. That's just the way that they are. You don't necessarily need to allow that to dictate how you flow through life. You just don't. Um, Let haters hate. Because they're not necessarily mad at you or hating on you. They're hating on themselves because they're not what they wanted to be. So rather than them trying to fix their own funk and fix themselves and look in the mirror, they would rather try to fix someone else or make them feel bad not included, not a part of the majority. Your bullies, they basically, even though they can be macho or just be so strong and have so much bravado or bravada, at the end of the day, they have, they have no spine, no backbone. They don't have anything. Right? I know that there's a lot of people at one and some point in their lives that had to go through some things. And and those things, just like what I'm talking about, didn't necessarily jive for them. So in the long run, what wound up happening basically was that, you know, these people had developed a complex. Not, Not good, definitely not good. 
but they started to to build in this persona. It wasn't necessarily like to be tough and all this. It was that, that they were afraid, scared, not not full, not whole. You know, and they wanted everyone else in the process. They wanted all of us uh, to go down for it. Right now, now for me, I'm not necessarily one that's going to fall into that trap. But there were some times that I got sucked into some negativity like from others. And then I believed that. So then I started to tell myself, okay, well, I guess I'm really not this. I'm really not that. That's hodgepodge. That's a bunch of crap. You already know who you are. Deep down, you already know. You just, you just had a moment. And you don't want to believe it. Why? Well, you let life get the best of you. You let your emotions get the best of you. You got caught up in your feelings, you know. Maybe you're having a crappy day, a bad day, or someone pissed you off, or things just haven't been going right for you lately, and just these people just keep eating at you and picking at you, and just one day the things that you were able to easily overcome are the things that you succumb to. And if you don't recognize that and course correct yourself, you could fall off the rails. You could. What that would uh, consist of basically is um, you would lose your confidence, your self-esteem would just drop, you know, just all of the normal things that happen when when you're not 100% with yourself and trusting in you and believing in you. Friends, every step that you step, every word that you speak, Every and anything that you do, do it with confidence. Don't give a damn what anybody says about you. If that was the case for me, I probably wouldn't be here on this mic. I probably wouldn't be alive. I would just have let a lot of people just continue to just use me and abuse me and pound me with their negativity. Um, you know, um, their insensitive remarks, drama that the people would want to consistently bring towards me just to make me feel bad because they're a crappy person. All of the typical things that humans do. And why do we do this? Well, I mean, on the evolutionary scale, us humans, we're stupid. As a matter of fact, I got to put us lower than, than ants and different things like that because at least ants and different things, bats, just any type of animal, when people think or feel like, we're so supreme to all of the genomes that we have on this, on this earth. When you think about it, you don't necessarily see ants always fighting. You don't see all of these, all these animals and creatures out here trying to kill one another, trying to annihilate one another, trying to nuke one another off the, off the face of the earth. They're not necessarily racist. Oh, you're red ant? Oh, you're black ant. <laughs> I mean, their language is simple. Bill for the queen. Work together. So when people want to think that we're so high in the evolutionary scale, no, we're not. Wherever there's some type of, of order of dominance, where there's alpha, 
and everything else that has to be there, right? When, when you don't stay within that order, when you don't stay within the respect boundaries that that order consists of or that breathes, what you have is a bunch of rogue people that are just out for one another. People don't care. People are rude. You know, insensitive will say all kind of crap that might not even be to hurt your feelings. That's just, that's, that's just how they are. They have no house training. They have no understanding that words are as sharp as actions sometimes. So because of that, get in front of that. Build yourself up from the inside out, not from the outside in. Stop looking for... How can I say this? Stop looking for people to love you. Stop looking for things to always roll in your favor. Stop always wanting the accolades and always to be mentioned and noticed. Just stop, just for a second. When you came into this earth, you were nothing but a thought. You came from the dust, you became life. Of course, through God. And then you live your little uh, life here on the earth. You come across people, you love them, you hate them, whatever to them. And then you die, you go right back to the dust. You become yet a memory once again. And what you leave behind you, in terms of your reputation, how you treated people, your demeanor, your character, right? You don't want to go around being an a-hole. Sorry, that's the only way to say it. You don't want to go around purposely trying to hurt people. You want to live your life, but you want to be who you are supposed to be. Now, some people will argue, well, maybe I am an a-hole, and maybe I am supposed to be that way. Okay, well, if the shoe fits, my friend, then wear it. But when other people start coming after you because they don't like your attitude, you can't necessarily use the ideal of negativity to be negative. I don't think any of us were born purely negative. I don't think any of us came out of the womb like we just want to kill everything. Something caused us to turn that way. Something prevented us from finding out who we really are, something or someone. It, it wasn't fair, I know. You're telling the wrong person. I know, I get it. It wasn't fair, but it happened. And so now you have a couple of decisions. Either you're just going to succumb to it or you're going to deal with it. The same thing can be said about race. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I was watching something on YouTube and Morgan Freeman was asked a question. And it was something along the lines of, do you ever think that racism will ever go away? And he said, yeah. And he said, once you stop talking about it, right? I mean, makes sense to me. Don't get me wrong, for all my black folks out there, we were done wrong, come on, we already know. What good is it gonna do for us to continue to fight? We know what happened, I'm not asking you to bow down, never. But 
one negative doesn't beget another. So if you're going to continue to be mad and, and live in negativity, where are we going to go? How are we ever going to grow? Right? So at some point, I'm not saying that you got to just forget about it. No, I mean, but as Jesus, he came here. He forgave all your sins, everybody's. So at some point, you know, if we really want things to be better, I think we need, I think we just need to understand that. Stop talking about it. And again, it's very sensitive right now. It, there's, uh, there's been a lot of race issues, let's just put it that way, in this country that have gone on way too damn long. And there's now been some light shone on it, not just for African-Americans, but Asian-Americans as well. Mexican-Americans as well. We know that the racism and the prejudice is there. That doesn't necessarily mean that you got to continue to vigilante for the rest of your living life and be mad. That's not why God put you here, fam. That's not why God put you here, fam. He put you here to live in peace and love. Now, for some of y'all that may not agree with me, that's cool. That's your opinion. And this is mine. No, I don't like how white America, not necessarily... How can I say this? I don't like, I don't like how white America did the things that they did to not just African-Americans, but even on my other side, I'm, I'm also a part uh, Native American as well. That's Cherokee, if you didn't know that. So yeah, I mean, you wanna talk about the persecution you want to talk about, like getting screwed over? A part of me, my ancestors, were here in North America long before any African Americans came. And and all of and all of our land was just taken. But you see how a Native Americans have chosen like to deal with it, they know they can't change the past. There's nothing that they can do about the past. All that they can do is from this point forward, make sure that they do what they need to do to foster good relations with people. And other cultures need to follow suit. Now I know that from the, Afri from the African American standpoint that we took a whole lot a whole lot of just negativity, slavery, lynchings. I mean, that's just, it's atrocious, lack of equality. But what good are we gonna be to ourselves and to our future generations if we, con if we continue to harbor and persist the hatred? Rather, try to show our future generations that, you know, you can forgive. At some point, we do need to forget it was a horrible chapter in American history. One that I don't believe God wanted us to write, but one that had to be written. Why? To create this situation 
that we're in right now for us to be able to have these healthy discussions and talk about those things. So for people that are walking around that don't, uh, that are having an identity crisis, don't know who they really are, or want to try to, to be another person, another race sometimes, don't do that. Stand tall and stand proud for who and what you are. If you're mixed, be mixed. Don't try to hide it and pretend like, okay, well, when I really need to, when I really need to get things in life, then I'll, well, then I'll pretend to be white. But then if I really want people to feel sorry for me, then I'll pretend to be black. There's people that do that, y'all. That is whack as hell. Yeah, we live in a twisted society. What do you expect? What do you expect? But it, it doesn't mean that we got to continue to be twisted and perpetuate that. I disagree 100% with people that don't understand what I just said and are all about Black Lives Matter. I'm all about that Black Lives Matter. I'm all about them. And they matter so much to me that I have to continue to be a positive beacon in a negative world that is, that is needed to help my brothers and sisters understand that, yeah, we were beat down, put down, and we were hurt, but we're, but we're on the rise. And we can rise very high. And all we need to choose to do is to move forward from where we are and be better. We can't necessarily concern ourselves with the evolution of other races and how they want to try to get along with us. All we can do is continue to put a positive foot forward. We cannot talk out of both sides of our neck and try to want a different world, but then we're perpetuating negativity. We can't do that. So if you're gonna so if you're gonna talk the talk, then you gotta walk the walk. There's times that I have caught myself definitely there where I want to make sure that we as African American people do what we need to do to put not necessarily a good face on who we are, because we already know who we are, but to let people know this is who we are and that we're not going to stand for the negativity. We're just not. We cannot anymore. But in the same breath, we're not going to get negative when things don't go that way or the way that we need them to go. Because not everybody is in agreement. Uh, it's obvious in this country. Totally obvious. And so... Unfortunately, that's the basis and the foundation for this country that our founding fathers wanted for it. Free speech and all these other fun and dandy things. You know, you kind of got to count your blessings. I think the fundamental making sure that from a safety standpoint that we do everything that we can do to protect our youth stop all this violence and stuff uh, towards like these youths. I mean, look, there's a dying generation of racists out there dying. They can't die fast enough, but it's dying off and people are starting to come into their own and understand that, oh, this is a different world and time that we live in here. This is not in the 50s, 60s and earlier where it was okay for you to talk that kind of way. No, you talk any certain kind of way nowadays, you might get smacked up on your mouth. <laughs> and 
And that's not necessarily inciting violence. That's just, that's just where it is. So more and more, we as the up-and-coming, quote-unquote, old schoolers, we need to set a good path and set good trends out there. Well, we need to be trailblazers to allow trends to be set that are good. We have to guide our children and their children and let them know this is how it was or this is how it can be and this is how it is. Now, they need to make that decision. We can push and push and push and do all that we can. But at some point, right, what we need to do as individual races, not just black now, white and black, Indian, Asian, all that. We need to love our culture. We need to love who we are as a people. And we need to promote that, that same love in a peaceful way. Because I don't know if you can tell, friends, but there's something going on definitely on this earth. And we're moving uh, towards uh, being one big family, whether you like it or not. No matter if you're dark, light, off color, this color, whatever, it, it's moving that way. One world government, all this other stuff is happening. It's happening. That's another podcast, but it's definitely happening. So you might as well just understand that the way that we lived even 10 years ago is not how we're going to be living in 10 years. Taking that idea right there, just because you were a certain way 10 years ago or even yesterday doesn't mean that you have to perpetuate that same character on to tomorrow. Make the decision to be different today, to create a better tomorrow. It's all in us if we decide if we want to do it or not. You don't need any permission slipped. You don't need any type of permission slip or anything. You just need to know who you are, love yourself, and be you. In the process of doing that, respect other people. When other people don't respect you, kindly let them know that that's not necessary. Give them an alternative of how to be. If they want to choose to continue to be negative in any other kind of way, then simply walk away from them. Be the bigger person. You grow yourself as an individual. Way too many people are really worried and concerned about trying to change and morph others into their ideals and into their thinking. Not going to happen, friends. Everyone in this country is too bullheaded. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. What it will resort in is basically continued social clashes of all classes and races. And eventually where we're going to be at is right here where we're at right now. It's going to take something bigger than us to get us out of this funk. I agree. A lot of people want to depend on Jesus. I, I agree. I think when he comes back, he will definitely be able to help with that. But until the good Lord comes back and assist us with that, he gave us the tools necessary for us to love one another and work together in harmony, peace and harmony, if that. So for me being a follower, I could easily see that what Jesus would say is, okay, well, I can help you all. I can't like necessarily sprinkle any happy dust on you all. 
But what I can tell you is basically you've been going about this all wrong. Rather than looking at each other as different because of the color of your skin, look at you all as the same. You all have a head, a body, five fingers, five toes, two eyes, one, uh, one nose, and one mouth. We happen to find out that there's other life in, in our universe that doesn't look like us. That'll bring us together. Ronald Reagan, UN speech. If there was something outside of this planet that we were to learn that would put us in our place, because right now we're definitely having an ego complex thinking that we're the only ones that's out here in this area of space, and, and uh, we're not. So that idea, that idea that we have put in our head, because we can't necessarily see that we are all the same type of, of being <laughs> for some reason, we resort to all this negativity and different things that we're doing. So I'm going from a cosmic level down to an individual level. And then from there, when you break down all of that and you see that we really are the same, then you got to ask, what in the hell are we yelling about and fighting and fighting for? I, if we were to spend more time getting along, sharing resources and doing more for each other, this man, we would be so far ahead in evolution. But that's why when you look at ants, they got it together. They build these amazing, amazing anthills, elaborate, elaborate tunnel systems, and they work together. Why can't we be like that? Now, some men would say, well, because I don't want to work for a queen. Bruh, you, come on. <laughs> like there's always going to be some issue with people. And the reason why is because there's people that don't necessarily understand that there's not really a hierarchy in life. There's not. We as humans put that there because we need structure. It's just it's the dumbest thing. The same reason why there's no really like there's not really a concept uh, called time that doesn't exist. That's something that we built because we're on this earth. And when the sun goes up, comes down, we have to know as humans, this is how we can get along with our environment and know this is what that means. But in space, it's always dark. <laughs> so it's all perspective and how you look at it, friends. Right? If more people would be more educated in understanding perspective rather than trying to understand individual things about their race, if we look at things from the perspective of, okay, let's go higher than race, Right. If we go higher than that, if we go to just the fundamental idea of, you know, I want to treat others as I want to be treated. I want people like to be nice to me, so I'm going to treat you nice. Like that's really as easy as it is. I know it sounds so simple, but it truly honestly is. But greed gets in the way. Right. There's greed. There's people that just uh, they come out of the womb just nasty. Don't care just want to be mean. I mean, that's just some people. That's just some people. And I know some people might disagree with that, but it's true. I mean, when, when we're all born, we don't really have an awareness of what we were then. All that we were then to our parents and to others that saw us was a small little creature that uh, couldn't talk, we can make noises, 
but we didn't necessarily see color. We didn't necessarily see negativity. Everything was just happy for us. Then as you get older, you start to really see and peel back all of, all of the layers of this, of this life. And you're like, what the hell is this? And then it gets to the point that it's like, how can anybody get along at all? And that's where we find ourselves is how, how can we get along? I mean, when you think about it, every group, every race, every social class, every gender, I mean, there's so many people that have so many ideals about how things should be. And what we spend our time doing, wasting really, is trying to force other people to understand our ideals and fit into them. Well, just love yourself. And if other people don't love you or don't like you back, hey, it's all good. You might not be for everybody, but you'll be for somebody. But I don't think we can ever do that. Because everyone has something to say. Everyone has a point to make. I mean, you could say the same about me. I'm on the mic. I'm trying to make a point. But I guess for me, mine's is more... My point is more in the spirit of peace and love. I mean, there's so much that has happened to us as a species ever since we were planted here, however many eons ago. And if you look up, like through the ranks from a long time ago, right? We're so primitive here that we've always had, we've always had something that we've always had the whole different. Like there was never a point that I can remember in any history that I've learned or any history that has been made since, since I've been alive or anything up until like present day. There's like, there has never been a time that I have known this species called human to ever really get along with everybody and everything. I just, I've never seen it. When I was a kid, I was masked from it. All of the adults at the time knew. I didn't know. I was naive. Now that I'm an adult, and a lot of my loved ones have went like to be, be at home with the Lord. And I scratch my head and I wonder, wow, this is what my folks were going through. Now I got to go through this. Like, damn. Why? It's so much extra energy. And this. A newer generation, I'm just so proud of them. There's many people that that have the ideal that, okay, well, if you don't if you don't believe in the concept of man or woman, male or female, then I'm a sinner. Fine, that's your opinion. But in my book, God made man and woman. So regardless of what gender they want to be, they're either man or woman. They could be other, binary, or other, right? But, but for me, I don't necessarily see them as man or woman. I don't think that they have to... Well, uh, let me step back. That was getting kind of messy. The ideal of man and woman, right? I understand that. That's how I grew up. But I don't have a problem if there is a person that doesn't identify with man or woman. 
because to me, I'm looking at the person. That person is a living soul put here by God. Whether you Christians that don't believe in anything outside of man or woman, whether you want to believe it or not, they were also put here by God. So these ideals about, well, you're not this or that, so you won't be saved. Actually, you won't be saved for thinking that. Any living creature that can move, has thought, can comprehend, can speak, articulate, love, care, it's something God created. So maybe you ought to course correct yourself in your thinking. Because that's the kind of nasty nastiness, basically. That's just, that's the nasty negativity that we don't want to have. I, I mean, at one point, I think I heard a word that the Vatican was like, they would allow non-human beings to be recognized by the church in the eyes of God. That came from the Vatican. So if you follow that thinking, if we have a living creature living on this earth that has another gender, if we're going to take aliens from outer space, I think we can take other people that are on this planet. So for all of my family that are in that category, the binary, non-binary, the LBGTQ, I love y'all. Be you. Be you. Don't, and don't be worried about what other people think. Just be you. Just be you. That's my advice. Like, I mean, why not? Why not? Who am I or anyone to tell another group of people how they should move and get along and be on while they're living their life on this earth at this point in time? If anything, why don't we put all that together and make a cornucopia of like goodness would be a melting pot of just a lot of love and peace, people getting along in harmony. Like, how good would that be if you could go someplace and not have to get the nasty from somebody? You could just freely go wherever you want to on this planet. And everyone is just cool. To me, I think that's cool. I really do. Like, a few years back... Well, actually, it would have been a bit more, but I had the opportunity to travel abroad, and I went to to Italy in Great Britain, but that was just for a day. And before I went, I read so many things about you know if you if you if if uh, you're tattooed, and you know if you're in Italy, then people will shy away from you and. And you're a disgrace and all these things. I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of trolls online that are just posting their opinions. But for me, I wanted to understand when I go to this this country, I want to understand how people see me. Now, one thing that was definitely common was that they hated us. They hated Americans. (laughs) Why? Uh, I think you can see why. 
a pretty cocky bunch. We're a pretty cocky bunch. Disrespectful in our own right. Feel like we own everything. So there's not a so there's not a whole lot of love out there in the uh, in the world like for us Americans. Again, there's a segregation group, but we did it to ourselves. How how we conduct ourselves in government, in foreign affairs, how we act when we go to their country and we act a damn fool, all those things. And when I went there, you know, I was like, okay, well. Could be 50-50. Man, the people, I love Italians. So passionate. And they'll be like, oh, no, come on in. Sit down. Have some scary. Sit there. Keep on pouring you vino and doing all that kind of stuff, right? I, there are some Americans, they, ju- they just love them. The cocky ones that come through, they still love them. Why? I mean, you know, because it's like, well, look. I got to be nice to the prick because, because even though he's acting like an idiot, he's going to pay me so I can then use that money and take care of my family. So when there's negative people like that, it's a business. But that's anywhere. That's any culture. I think everyone would agree. Like with that, so. But being able to just be amongst them and I'm walking around, I was worried that I was going to have to have long sleeves all day, every day jeans on all that so i kind of tested the waters and people that stop me because on my right arm i have i have the virgin mary and then i also have a tattoo of jesus and they just loved it and they would just talk to me really good people and they're like you know and they would tell me all about how they loved the same things that i loved even though i looked different to them And I have these markings on me, right? They accepted me, not for how I looked, but just for who I was. And there's so many people that don't know how to do that anymore. I scratched that, never knew how to do that. And for all of my tattoo folks, you know, you and I know why we got them. They're a reminder of what we went through. Wear them proud. Now, if you're one of those that wants to go get some stuff that's as negative or stupid, I mean, look, don't get anybody naked on your uh, body or anything that is defiling you. That's a sin by God, but it's not a sin to have tattoos. It's not. It's not. It's a sin to have a tattoo of a God or something other than God that you're going to worship the devil and things like that. But so, and so for all of my tattooed fam or, or those that want to get tattoos, you know, Hey, do what makes you happy. Other people tell you, don't do that. It's going to ruin, you know what? Your decision, your life, your decision. I had no tattoos over 10 years ago and now I got tattoos and you know what? People treat me the same now as they did back then. If not, they treat me even nicer because they're like, whoa, what did you go through? Like I sometimes would have random people before the pandemic who just come up to me and they would just ask me, wow, brother, that's like, that's deep. 
And I would tell them the story. I'm not going to tell y'all here. That's another podcast. But they'd be like, oh. And then, and then the next question is like, and you're positive? I said, yeah, I have to be. There's no other way that I can be. If I let everything that happened to me keep me down, I would never be the person that God made for me to be. Sorry, meant for me to be. How do you, and how do you know that? It's in you. That's not a question I can answer. You just know. There's things that when you see something or you're near something that just lights you up, that's how you know. That's how you know. The bottom line is stand tall, stand proud. You got a sleeve, show your sleeve. Don't be afraid. If people can't accept your tattoos, then they can't accept you. But that's on them. That's not you. I've seen people totally tattered from the top of their head down to the toe. They're still my brothers and they're still my sisters. I don't see them any differently. They went through a lot. And even if they didn't go through a lot, they still my brothers and they still my sisters. I don't, there's nothing in me that, uh, that sees color. Now, there have been times where I have had things racial happen to me. And as a black person, I have said things to a white person or to other people that like, I didn't really necessarily like how you did that. And a lot of people just kind of look at me like I'm weird. I'm like, yeah, I just said that to you. I didn't like how you did that. I didn't like how you closed your register when you saw me coming, but you, but then you reopened it for the white guy that was right behind me. Or no, I didn't like that you were talking to those Hispanics in a way as if you're talking down on them, as if they're beneath you. I stand up for people when I see stuff happening and for myself. I say something. More people should be that way. Like I said, all this negativity, it's like a cancer that has been breeding on this planet for so long. And to be honest, I've only been on, on this earth for 44 years. I hate it. I'm pissed off. I want to do something about it. And that's why I'm soul brother. And that's why I'm here. The most racist person to the person that is most for their culture and not for others. You're racist. <laughs> it's the same thing. You're racist too. That's not taking no sides. With God, there was Jew and Gentile. Only reason why they were segregated was because he was going to hold the Jewish, the Jewish people to the laws. Because he knew Gentiles wouldn't, but the Jews had to. Even some Jews don't. This goes deep, folks. This is way bigger than, than folks respecting you and loving you. Right? This is, this, is, this, is, this is an ideal. That's what I'm trying like, to sell you today, if you, if you can't figure it out. There needs to be a fundamental shift in our thinking as a species, not as a culture, not as a gender, as a species. I'm very happy to see the things that are happening right now with the culture. The advent of social understanding of the different classes and, and you know, I'm happy that that is finally coming up, but that's not enough. And if you think it's enough, forgive me, you're an idiot. 
this goes higher than this goes higher than that. Until we're able to understand that we are a big galactic family on this little ball in a little corner of the Milky Way galaxy, until we realize that little small little fact that I just shared with you, the ignorance will continue. Therefore, ergo, you need to rise above knowing that people are always going to have something to say. Love them anyway. Kill them with kindness, baby. That's what I've always been told. If someone throws negative or shade at you, then you throw them back some kindness and give them a hug and blow them a kiss. Not to be mean, but let them know. This is not about hatred. This is not about this is not about uh, negativity. It's not about that. Stop perpetuating. Stop perpetuating your ignorance. And if you know that you're doing that, stop it, friends. We're not going to get any freaking place until you stop doing that. Do I think as a species uh, we can do that? Nah, we're going to need help. Some galactic, heavenly help. <laughs> That's for sure. Because the damage was done a long time ago. And we are uh, making strides and working towards it, but I don't think it can be fixed by mere man, woman alone. I think this is going to take a more spiritual, heavenly infusion of love and understanding. But you know, it is what it is. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to live that way. Choose to be different in every sense of the word. Like, I have an afro right now. I got a full beard going on. I love me. I'm rocking with this right now. We have a neighbor where we live. She's grunged out, has earring in her nose, wears the black mascara. She's still my little sister. I don't see her any differently. To all my browns, that are back in Newton, to all my blacks, to all my whites, to all my Asians, Polish, Germans, Swedes, Africans, South Africans, English, Hawaiian, Hawaiian, excuse me. I see you all, you're all my brothers and sisters. And I think we need to continue this movement as best as we can, instilling this into our children so they can instill it into their children that the sooner we can get past all this pettiness, the sooner that we can get past all this racism, discrimination, this prejudice, the sooner we can get past all this profiling, we can racial, social, all of it. The sooner we can get beyond that, friends, the sooner we can start making some moves. Because there's a new age of brewing. And there's something big that is about to happen and take place on this planet. I feel it. I think everybody does. We're just getting ready to burst at the scene with everything. This weather, 
this sickness, this disease, all this stuff, there's, there's something to brewing. And if you believe in the book of Revelations, my friends, it's a brewing. The seven bowls are cooking, they're stirring. If you don't know what I mean, look it up. The second coming is definitely nigh. There's a lot that is coming for us. There's a lot that is going to be coming to us. While there's a lot that's still going to be coming against us. And so to balance that out, friends, we're going to need one another. Whether you believe me or not, that's your opinion and you're entitled to it. But one day you'll see everything will make sense. Let bygones be bygones and move on from here. Be good from here. Do the best that you can. And at the end of the day, when you can't do any more, then leave it for God. And he'll bring it the rest of the way. I have faith in that. I have faith in that. I don't have faith in us as a people. I don't mean that in a disrespectful or negative way. I just don't have enough faith that we can put it together on our own. So prove me wrong. Why don't you be the catalyst for change and peace and love? Why don't you help make this a more soulful place to be? I can't do it by myself. I still have hope, but it's in a general sense that eventually it will be good. But with my current generation, I just don't see them. I just don't see them trying to come together and formulate enough traction to want to work together. It's enough with politics, for Christ's sake. But anything outside of that, no. But then again, that's what makes us all beautiful and unique in our own way. Our opinions, our beliefs, our values. There's a reason for every last one of us, unknown right now, but will be known soon. So to those that want to walk with me in the light, step across that that dark path, that darkness, or rather step out of that darkness and embrace something different. And you may definitely have your days, but we got to start somewhere, friends. And along the way, fix things as we go. Because trying to just stop and fix things now and then we start fresh isn't going to happen. Too much damage has been done, but there is hope. If we can all forgive and forget and move forward, boy, we could be a dangerous bunch, can't we? But that's where Jesus comes in to help us understand that we all are lacking. But that's by design because every one of us is a small piece to something larger. That y'all, I can't wait. I can't wait to find out. One love is always, y'all.
This is Soul Brother.